Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is episode 29 of KT Confidential, and today Adrian and I are chatting about the differences between resale homes and new construction homes. We hope you enjoy this one. We're live. Episode 29. Live. You hear me okay? Oh, you don't have your headphones on. How are you going to know if the audio is working? This is episode 29 of KT Confidential, and today we're talking new construction versus resale. The reason I wanted to talk about this is because it's a question we get all the time. It's one that I got last night. Okay. What the <laughs> fuck are you smiling at? I don't know, very animated today. I'm always animated. I'm excited. It's a very common question. Excuse my congestedness. I think it's allergies. I thought you were going to say something there. So anyways, I uh, got the question last night from a potential client looking at new homes, also looking at resale homes, wanted my opinion on advantages and disadvantages to both sides. Now, you just actually did a deal yes. with one of your clients and purchased, what, what builder was it that you did the deal with? Green Park. Green Park. Yes. Good builder. They were... Good to deal with. Sales representatives working with them were terrible. But um, I don't. my client didn't choose them for any particular reason, new versus resale. It just happened to be a nice house. So Price she, wasn't too bad. It was reasonable. Yeah. Appliances included? No. Uh, yes, but they had... Basics. Oh, yeah, like a tiny little white fridge. Oh, right? white. So not even basic stainless steel. Right. Well, I'm just a AC guessing. Yeah. It had an AC. Yeah. Townhouses, I think, often. Oh, too. it's a townhouse. Yeah. 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 But no fence. No, no fence. Um, and so there's a, well, this is the premise of, you know, the pros and cons to it. So I think the nice thing with new construction that people get fixated on is. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, from our background, automotive industry, it's like new car versus used use car. So there's something about it being new that's exciting. You get to pick all of your own finishings from builder's selection. And uh, you kind of get to piece it together and make it your own instead of moving into a house that was previously lived in. So you brought up something that I think is important for people to think of if they're thinking between new home and resale home is that even though if you buy a new home, you are pretty limited in the selection that you've got when it comes to things like tiles and hardwood floors and cabinets. Uh, they still might not offer the style that you like or the colors that you like or whatever, the brand. Well, to the point where this example, for example, this situation, <laughs> this, example, this for client, example, yeah. for example. Uh, so in the... The grade of, I guess, they have different tiers of product, right? So when you're yep. looking at the granite, you get tier one, two, three, whatever, depending on the price. In the tier that she selected, there were three colors and only two kind of worked with the cabinet colors that she wanted. Um, and then she finds out that of the two she chose from, neither were actually available. So... There's a lot of limitations and there's no guarantee the things you choose will be available. So, you know, while it's fun to kind of pick and choose your own things, you can do that in any house. And if you're doing it for a resale home, 
you have unlimited options and the prices are often better. So if somebody is considering to buy a new home, what would your advice be to them in terms of resale? Like what's your, what's your pitch? Why, why buy a resale home? And we sell both. We sell new homes. We sell resale homes. You know, I don't think one's better than the other. I think people just need to know the pros and cons to both. So, so let's go down them right now. If you're considering, let's start with new. Okay. New home. So new homes, pros, new home. It's like a fucking build a bear, make it what you want. Right. Sort of pick your own interior sort of. finishings and you see, colors. A lot of and builders won't let you move walls, and they won't let you extend the island, and they won't let right. you put different kind of touches on it. They have their floor plan, and they want you to stick more or less to that for the most part. Right, but to a certain degree, you get to customize it. Right, right. But I think it, the fact that it's a new home. Nobody's ever lived in it. We've talked about this before, um, where you know no part of the home gets used except the toilets when until it's closed. Yeah, um, smells like a new home. It's nice and clean when you move in. Don't have to worry about anybody else's left garbage or whatever. Well, and being brand new, you have nothing to do for ten years, right? Your roof yep. is good. Your AC is good. Your furnace is good. All your appliances are fine. If those things are included. So let's keep going down the pro list. Well, so Any other it, pros? Well, relating to uh, pros, um, being a newer home, you're getting uh, modern yep. finishings so, yep. and designs. So yep. maybe more open concept, maybe some more energy efficient uh, energy efficiency, whether it's just Definitely not building outdated. code. Is, right, exactly. And you look at some of the homes like the Green Park homes or the uh, country style homes, they're even doing the nice darker. Country styles making... Uh, homes uh, now? Uh, country homes. Oh, Did I say country I'm, style? All I'm thinking about is donuts, donuts. now. <laughs> uh, it's because you've been on a <laughs> diet for the last four months. Um, so country homes and green park homes, they're doing the darker casings of the windows or the d- darker yeah. windows. That looks sharp. Yeah, like I had a client call me recently asking for a referral to a window company. Beautiful. So they can yeah. install dark windows. Yeah, so your home is more relevant and, and it's um, more on trend because it's... You know, being built yeah. with like new homes, nine foot ceilings, pretty standard, really nice feature. Not something you can feasibly do in most cases to a resale home. Got to fidget with something. Hey, I'm going to get you a squish ball. Okay. Um, does anybody have a squish ball that uh, Adrian can borrow for these podcasts? Maybe? I like my pen. It works. Um, okay. Any other pros? I don't think so. I think one of the pros that a lot of people don't think about is there is potentially um, going to be investors, um, flippers, you know, people that bought on SPAC and things like that in a newer subdivision. You've got a lot of um, potential renters coming in, like... When, you, when you're buying a resale home, you can kind of gauge what the neighborhood is and who your neighbors are, how lo- you can find out how long the neighbors have been living there. When it's a new home, you have no idea who your neighbors are going to be or is how they're going to- Is this a gonna... pro or a con? Are we... Oh yeah, we were still on pros. Well, I'm... no, I don't care. We can go to cons. I just, it sounds like you're leading down a negative path. So. Uh, it, it, it sort of isn't, sort of isn't. So maybe it's a neutral- um, no, I think it's a negative because newer neighborhoods are very transient. Like you don't know who your neighbors are going to be. Un- unless like you, you look at 
when we bought our home, so we're neighbors, we bought brand new homes. Um, we ended up making a lot of friends really quickly on our street because we all bought new homes, all closed more or less at the same time. Uh, none of us had driveways or backyards. So we were pulling out the barbecue in the front of the garage and yeah. people were coming over for a hot dog or whatever. When you move into an existing neighborhood where everybody's already established and has their cliques and all yeah. that, it's very hard to fit in right away. Whereas in a new neighborhood, people want to know, oh, hi, we just moved in too, right? So, That's true. Yeah. That's a good point. Never looked at it that way. So those are the pros. Um, the cons, and I'll quickly start with what I was just talking about. The cons are you might have landlords that are investors that have purchased units around you. Investors that are landlords. Investors that are landlords, yeah. Whatever. Six to one. Um, so you don't know who's going to be moving in. You don't know if there's going to be any turnover, a lot of new neighborhoods, you'll close on a property and then you'll find a year later, two years later, people have got the for sale signs on the front lawn because they're trying to cash in and, you know, do other things with their money. Um, so there's a lot of turnover, uh, typically in, um, Newer subdivisions. Yeah, huge. Way different. Okay, so continuing with the cons of the Well, I new think, build. Um, I don't know that it's necessarily, well, I guess it's a con, but just the unknown costs. I think a lot of costs people don't look at. So they see the list of house options, all the different floor plans and lot sizes, and they see the price, and they're like, damn, that's cheap. But then they don't see the upgrade costs, right? So if you want to do any upgrades, you need to budget for that. Um, and aside from that, there's other things like window coverings, no window coverings, sometimes no appliances, sometimes no air conditioner. Um, always more often than not, not always, but more often than not, no fence. Um, and then, even well, let's just break, I'll interrupt you just for a sec, because that's a huge component. You're not going to have a home without appliances, AC fence or, or window coverings. Right. So. Average, let's let's take a well, 2000, 10 grand. 2,000 square foot home, okay? Yeah. Average size home. Uh, AC, 2,500, three grand. Yeah. Window coverings, about the same. Mm -hmm. um, appliances, well, uh, it all depends. A couple grand at least. Oh, more than that. You're a well, couple grand on a decent fridge nowadays. Well, it depends on what you want. But you could go cheaper. You know, you're, you're with washer and dryer, it's more like five, six grand. Okay. Um, and then the fence, there's another 2,500 bucks, yeah. right? So you're easily into it for 10 to 15. Yeah. Probably closer to 15 grand. Yeah. You haven't upgraded a light fixture yet. Yeah. Or painted. The builder's paint is shit. Awful. You have to paint. Not only are the color choices pretty right. bad, but the quality uh, of the paint is brutal. Yeah. Well, you touch it, it absorbs your oils and gets dirty, especially if you have kids. Oh, man, it won't forget last a it. Year. Yeah. Um, my biggest thing with new construction. As a con? As a con is just living through the mess. That's brutal. If you have kids or pets especially. Um, but, you know, flat tires, how many random nails and screws do you run over? Yep. Um, how many, you, you can't have a clean car. It's impossible. Um, so that's my biggest thing. Well, it's also for your air quality. 
Yeah, when we first moved in, it was May. Shortly thereafter, the temperatures rose. The fuck was that? We didn't have have a raccoon. Jen, there's a raccoon. We couldn't open our windows to get airflow before our AC came in. If you open it for a second, you'd have an inch of dust everywhere. Yeah. And if you have kids, that's a high concern for sure. And you mentioned pets. If you have a dog, Mm -hmm. not only is there no grass... No, I Good luck finding a park nearby. They haven't built yeah. the parks yet. They're building schools. the homes first. Uh, yeah, no schools nearby. And your kid's going to go to one school. And in two years later, when there's finally a school in the neighborhood, the kid's going to get relocated to that school. Yeah. And sometimes there's, you know, you make a friend with one kid that lives around the corner from that school. He's not going to the new school or she's not going to the new school. So, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, and they get shifted around for a while. Yeah. Right? Oh, totally. Uh, one of the big things, too, especially nowadays, not so much in the past. In the past, it was very lucrative to buy new construction. Um, but we've seen in recent years, it's not always the case. There are, they are pricing for future pricing. Yeah, they're pricing not as aggressively as they used to. And you are banking on the market being, however, in... However long. So if you buy a house for 700K and it's closing in a year, you're hoping that the market will be in that position or better. And the last few years has shown us that's not always the case. And there are people now trying to get out of those contracts. I think it's rebounding quite a bit now, but um, you do definitely see builders being more aggressive on their pricing, plus land costs, carrying costs for the builder. Um, there's a lot of costs involved with building a, a, a neighborhood that have increased the overall builder cost as well. Um, so they can't produce it as cheap as they used to. I can hear Cam breathing. Is that him breathing? It sounds like Darth Vader. <sighs> Are you playing Candy Crush? Uh yeah. Anyways, I so I mean from you this threw him off. It totally. totally threw me off. Squirrel. <laughs> from this list, there are I'd say there's definitely a lot more cons, but I don't know who's more attracted to new construction. Maybe new first time home buyers because they like the new shiny stuff, the, yeah, all the high tech. So you're telling me the average first time home buyer has all that extra cash for the appliances. Oh, sorry, and- that was another thing. The extra cash I didn't finish talking about. So those the obvious things. Are there, right? So people need to account for those extra costs in their purchase price. Uh, But there's other things. If you look, so in this recent one I did, um, there's there's a page in the agreement of purchase and sale, uh, a tarry-on requirement that breaks down all the extra costs that the builder doesn't include in their cost, in their purchase price. Which includes the tarry-on registration. Uh, Tarry-on registration. It includes driveway uh, paving. Planting a tree. Paving the driveway, hydro energization, hydro energization, um, and the um, I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head. The deposit, what's the deposit for? Uh, any special, not assessments. Anyways, if the municipality imposes any new charges or changes that the builder has to incur additional costs before closing, you have to put a deposit down to cover those costs. the The fee for this house was six thousand dollars or sixty five hundred. It's a big chunk could change that you have to charges, deposit yeah. development charges. Thank you. Uh, anyways, that's a lot of money. So 
there's all of those extra closing costs on a new home that you don't incur on a resale home. Another con, you talk about having pets and kids. Not only do you not get grass right away, you can't put a fence until the grading has been signed off on. Yeah, you're too, well, you can. Oh, yeah, But most can. people won't. But you're you see how years. most of the builders are, are grading their lots? For sure they've got to be regraded before a fence goes in or before a sod goes down. Well, and the house... When the, and when the sod goes down, yeah. it does change sometimes how the overall landscape of the grading uh, can uh, it can be affected. So... Okay. I don't follow, but I... I agree. Overall, the grading is, it makes a big difference. In fact, the house, the lease we have in Cambridge, you can't even open the back door. It's screwed shut because there's like a 20 foot drop. You can't go in the back. There's 20 feet from the door to the ground. So you can't use your backyard. Is that really or is he exaggerating? It's huge. Uh, and it backs onto space uh, where the grading is really low. <clears throat> and it all has to be filled in. So they won't have a backyard for. Three to five years. And somebody actually leased the property? It's not signed yet, but yes. You're hoping? Yeah. Um, any other cons for new build? I don't think so. That's it. I think there's a shit ton of cons. Uh, delays? Oh, the buying process, yeah. So let's talk about delays. Yeah. Like if you own an existing home... And you've purchased a new home and you're hoping that that home closes on September 1st, you go and sell your house. And now the builder, before the 90 days is up, tells you, oh, sorry, we've even had clients within that 90 days that got a notice and says your house isn't going to be ready. Yeah. I mean, it's more inconvenient than anything, but the builder in within those 90 days, they have to pay you. So they do compensate you pretty handsomely too. I mean, like, handsomely in the sense it'll cover like getting an Airbnb or something. You're not making money. Yeah, thanks. So you got to move twice. Right. Well, that's what I mean. It's a huge inconvenience. So the uncertainty of really knowing when you're going to get the keys to that home is a, definitely a con. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about resale homes then. Pros and cons on resale. Um, so the pros are a lot of, covers off a lot of what the cons are from the new homes. Yeah. Chat with, I have to go blow my nose. This cold is killing me. You really do have a cold, you fucking No, prick. it's not. It's congestion. It's my allergies. Between, so the, hey Cam, are you in the market for a uh, resale home? I think you might be. So what the hell do you have in there? I think Adrian inhaled a cinema, but Cinnabon. Uh, so the, uh, the, the, the pros for a resale home are basically... A lot of the cons from the new build. So the appliances are there. The um, the fence has been put in. The AC is there. You don't normally have a lot of money to outlay in a home that's anywhere from five to ten or twelve years. There's a lot of other pros that happen with the new. What is going on in there? The downfall of our. I don't want to leave you twice, so the, I have to make sure. The downfall of our boardroom is that the only washroom in the studio is I mean it may as well have a glass door five feet from where we record good thing nobody's had to take a shit yet while we're in, in the middle of recording I guess we could edit that out and yeah 
Or just be really quiet <laughs> for five minutes and make them feel awkward. Throw one of the little lapel mics right <laughs> under the door. Yeah. Um, Thanks for that book, by the way, today. Yeah, you're welcome. It slid under there yeah. uh, quite nicely. Um, so, you know... Pros and cons to the major resale. costs of what you might outlay on a new home are non-existent most of the time on a resale home. You know what you're getting. You know what you're getting. Yeah. Uh, the fence is there. It's likely been landscaped in some capacity. The home might be painted. You know, if if the you're basement buying one of, be done. if you're buying one of our resale homes, chances are ninety five percent of the time you will move right in and enjoy it for quite a while without ever ever having to spend a cent on it until mm-hmm. it's absolutely necessary. Um, oftentimes resale homes will have the upgraded lighting. We talked about this actually a couple of weeks ago in another conversation, but you don't think of lighting as being a huge expense, but every pot light installed is 75 bucks. That's just for that. Then you got to uh, repair the ceiling and... Yes. and That's cheap, um, actually. Uh, crown moldings, waffle ceilings, things like that. They, they're all expensive. But even just a pretty basic light fixture that you would buy in a, in a hardware, uh, hardware store, 150 bucks for the average light. Basic. Most homes have probably 20 light fixtures mm-hmm. at a bare minimum. You know, you're talking three grand, four grand in, in lighting. Um, yeah, at the end of the day, you can move in and do nothing most, most of the time. But the nice thing with the resale option is that you still can make it your own. Like there's no, well, that, that's a huge pro right there is, especially if you're buying a home that's more than 10 years old, you might be inclined to knock down a wall and make, make a floor plan that's more suitable to your lifestyle. The client that you just helped at Kingsgate Construction is um, uh, doing the job for them. The plan for them is this is a home that didn't have a garage. We're going to add a garage. We're going to add a beautiful master oasis on top of the garage with a ensuite, a walk-in closet. And I don't know if they uh, told you about that. Uh, the plan is they're going to have a walkout terrace. Off the master? Off the master um, to overlook the backyard, which yeah. I think is just freaking so they awesome. will, and they will get every penny of that back. Oh, for like, sure. So here's the biggest thing with real estate in general is the lot, right? You're buying a new home; it's on a tiny lot. Yep. Like the newer, the they're new, getting smaller and smaller, smaller and smaller, significantly. Um, and that's why we're getting more and more people now wanting to move out of them, um, and into we're having much more demand for the older neighborhoods. You can't buy lots like that anymore. Yeah, I don't put all the weight into the lot size because different strokes for different folks. Um, some people don't want the maintenance. Some people don't have kids or pets and don't need it, don't want it. Um, but you're right. A lot of people want that extra buffer between neighbors, want maybe a little bit of privacy, want to put a pool in in the future, have pets, have kids. Um, so they want that little bit of extra space. And homes that were built even five, six years ago, have larger lots than the homes are being built today. They just keep cutting them back and back and yeah. back, right? Well, and when I say lots, I'm, you know, I'm thinking lot size, but I'm also thinking neighborhood location. Yeah. Like, um, urban sprawl. When I, it's all going further out. I went for the revisit with your clients the other day. 
and just, you know, driving down an old mature street with tree lined on both sides. Isn't that a beautiful Everything area? overhanging your drive. It's beautiful. You just, it will take. It's technically Clarkson, but it's like yeah. borderline of Lauren Park. Yeah. It's a great spot. Can like, walk to the plaza, walk to the go station, walk just, to Clarkson Village. Yeah. Like that took 30 to 50 years more. Yeah. To, uh, to build up like that. So. That's nice. The trees in the back, that one tree in the backyard is probably a hundred years old e- yeah. easily. So, um, lots of, lots of pros. We could go on and on about pros of, uh, resale. Yeah. Uh, what are the cons? Cons of resale. You may have additional expenses such as a new roof or new mechanical equipment or, you know, replacing shitty carpet, but they're known expenses, things you can budget for. Also things like um, paint. Yeah. Um, Not too many times I have a buyer that doesn't want to put their own stamp on the home, whether it's paint, backsplash, um, maybe upgrading the appliances even further. Um, not every home has granite countertops and quartz countertops, uh, especially but I don't see in that bathrooms as a, and things. As a con necessarily, because the new homes may not come with it either. You're paying extra for it. That's true. I suppose that's true. I think I don't know. I think old homes have more character. I think you can yeah, define I, old. Well, even I don't know, twenty to thirty years old, thirty years old. I think more than thirty. Yeah. Thirty to fifty. Yeah, somewhere in there. But, but those homes have more character. I think buyers need to have, um, it's hard, I guess, if you haven't done it before, but they need to have an open mind to, in, to kind of envision what the house can be rather than what's in front of them too. Because like some clients of ours have done some amazing stuff with their houses. This doesn't sound like a con to me. Oh, was it supposed to be a con? I guess the con is... Okay, so I've got a few know. cons right here. So if the basement's finished... You're not seeing between the walls. We just bought a home, has a finished basement. You haven't even seen the house yet. No, we, that's right. <laughs> I haven't seen it at all. I just put your name on the contract. Yeah, thank you for that. Do you think the basement was finished professionally? It was decent. I mean, what's professional? Fuck. Yeah, that's true. Like, I don't think there's any did the, did definition. Did the homeowner finish the basement? I don't Hard know. to tell. They're, I think they're Polish, so they probably have friends that did it. It's very kind of racist of you. <laughs> Not at all. You're Polish. You must have some friends that you know how some many fucking. Tile. You know how many of the contractors in my Rolodex are Polish? Yeah. Like ninety percent of them are Italian. Best floor guy is Polish. He's my right? fit, absolutely. Uh, is there a subfloor? No, no subfloor. So no. they put the laminate right <clears throat> laminate down. down. Yeah, but it feels like it was installed well. Is there any uh, vapor barrier underneath that you could see? You don't put vapor barrier under. Got to put something to protect the uh, laminate against the concrete. No, laminate now. They have that little foam pad on the bottom. Is it cork or foam? I don't know. Is uh, Wood or um, like what kind of framing did they do? Do you know? Uh, no, I don't know. Did Wasn't they, exposed. Did they take the insulation off and then frame? Not likely. Okay. Nobody does. So Not we, many people do. So anyways... Uh, Yes. Okay. We purchased a home. I haven't seen it yet, but um, we don't know what's between the walls. 
Right. We can't see what's happening there. Is, no, is there any foundation fear. issue? Right. Is there any mold? Uh, is there insulation? I mean, you can go with the infrared thing and, and, and kind of gauge, um, but if, you don't know. Yeah, no. You don't know. Uh, you don't know if anything's being covered up, right, at the end of the day. No, but there's certain signs you can look for, like yes. smells. If it smells, smells musty or absolutely. moldy, that's a huge one, a big giveaway. Yep. Um, you know, buckling floors or any, any kind of stains, signs of water any, damage in the baseboard or walls. Yeah, so there's certain things you can look for to mitigate your risks. Um, but the nice thing with it being finished is whatever they spent on it, they're probably not getting back. So not we're, the basement. we're coming out ahead rather than us finishing it, yep. I think. Same as a pool, stuff like that. But the con is that you can't see right. things that may be potentially covered up. Right. Um. Other cons are the house is what it is unless you want to spend money on it. So to the point of a new home, you're picking those color choices and all that. Well, you're even picking the floor plan you want. You're picking the floor plan. You're picking the colors. So you're you picking say, the this door is handles. where I'm going to live. This is what I want on that lot. Right. It's fun. It's Resale nice. home. It is what it is. Right. It's kind of like that as is purchase almost, right? Yeah. Any others? No, I don't think so. If you were in the market for a home today, would you be more inclined for a new home or a resale home? The only way I would do new is if it, it was, was super cheap. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, a tent, tent on a lot. No, uh, as if it was true custom. I hired Kingsgate Construction to build me the. Home of my dreams. Well, yeah, but that's not the average buyer. That's not what we're talking about here today. No, I know. That's, that's, a that's whole other. Right. That's, so a that's whole what other I'm realm. saying. That's the only way well, I would so do So when new. we say new build, we're talking, you walk into Madame In Holmes, a subdivision. Subdivision made, yeah. build. No, I would buy resale 100%. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And I don't know why. A combination of all the above. Mainly just living. It's really just living through <clears throat> the mess. I hate it. And not even because of the mess, but it's like you you don't you can't enjoy the house. Like it doesn't feel like home. You can't go outside and have a barbecue and have your friends over to hang out in the backyard, have your kids play on the driveway. It's it's just a place. And if you see the average home that we sell, whether it's on the buying side or selling side, the average resale home feels a little bit like home. Like some of them are definitely very homey. Some of them are, you know, to the point where uh, you add a few photos and on the walls and it'll be nice. It takes a long time to make a brand new home feel mm-hmm. like a home. Oh, there's it's so a, much to it's do. It's a house for a long time. Yeah. Um, whereas in a resale home, somebody's hopefully loved it over however many years and, yeah. and added some nice touches to it. So it's a lot easier to transition. Yeah, I agree. Into a resale home. Yeah. I think that's it. That's it. So a lot of pros. What would you do? I didn't ask you. Resale home. Okay. 100%. All right. Unless, well, you know, it's interesting because, and you've heard me say this before, um, I think we'll be in our home for a maximum another two years. I don't know, sounds of destruction over here. What's going on over there? Um, between you, taking, you know how much trouble I get for doing that at the house. Yeah, you do. 
for horking like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Why are you horking in your house? I'm not. That's my point. I don't because I get in trouble for it. Do you go outside and do it? Did I'm you hear the guy? I'm not to doing it. I don't know if you've noticed the guy across from you, you know, in the corner. The corner? The guy's out there smoking all the time? Have you heard him? Oh, he's gross. Yeah. <laughs> that guy, I swear, he yeah. is coughing up a rabbit like every three seconds. <laughs> he smokes a lot. And like, you see the loogies coming at him? <laughs> well, I don't physically see them. Oh, man. I'm like, what? Are you doing, buddy? Yeah. That happens in the change room at LA Fitness all the time. It's so gross. Like, I'll be in there having a shower, and I hear people just horking up a storm everywhere. I'm like, man, who taught you manners, Cam? <laughs> Very manly men. Yeah, apparently. Um, <clears throat> I would buy a new construction home in a subdivision if... It met at least if we have ten boxes to check off, it had it would have to meet nine of them. Like a huge premium pie lot, back end of green space. Yeah, so and what I was starting to say before Cam I don't know what the hell he's Completely doing. Completely sidetracked this. Yeah. Um you know what, we're only gonna be in that home for another two years maybe before the kids start school. Um I wanna be in a quote unquote forever style home. Not that we would be in it forever, but I want them to be in the same school, at least through um, grade school. You hit the nail on the, on the head pilot or a premium lot. Mm -hmm. Cause we want a pool mm -hmm. pool. Alicia's bugging me for a pool all the time. Really? I just say, Put some ice cubes. Well, in if the we hot didn't tub. put that fence down the middle, we could have shared a big pool. I'm pretty sure then we'd have to do something with the title of our house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one slight hell of an ease, easement. A slight easement. <laughs> <laughs> right of way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, with kids, and and I get it. Like for for our our spouses that are home with the kids all day, um, it would be nice to open the door, let the kids jump in the pool, maybe even take a dip themselves and then for us that would be pretty cool too you get home at the end of the you know long day you can't do anything take a nice dip yeah can't do that in our lots so no. i would want a big lot if you have a pool it's ideal to be backing on to no other homes or have a buffer um between the homes um is that because you're not comfortable with your physique who said i'm not comfortable with my physique well, you don't want people looking at you what if I want to go skinny dipping? Is that revert back to my? You're not comfortable with your physique. I don't think everybody wants to see my balls at night. <laughs> at night? Oh my god! Wow! Well, you, you go must have impressive balls. <laughs> you want to go skinny dipping three o'clock in the afternoon? Uh, not with you. God, I hope you don't put a pool in your backyard. You know, from my master bedroom window, I can see everything that happens in your backyard, including your in hot the hot tub. tub? Yeah. Oh, damn! Yeah. <laughs> By the way, sorry about the uh, flower petal. So, for those of you that I was uh, trying to clean my hot tub yesterday, I'm really sorry about oh, that. Oh man! Oh, Sunday. So, our uh, in our backyard, we well, I made the decision to what did you call it, Mount Forest or something? A Sherwood Forest. Sherwood Forest. Um, Do you know what that reference is? No, Robin Hood. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Um, we planted along the back of the fence uh, nine cedars, and then along the sides, 
I think four ornamental pear trees on each side and then some really nice maple trees in the corner. Um, so when it all grows. But to put things into perspective, your backyard is like 10 by 10. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually 36 by 26, okay? Um so the ornamental pear trees, which the only reason I got them was because you had them installed first. And I thought, okay, because uh, who's the, what's the... Dave. Dave. Dave recommended uh, to install those. And I said, okay, well, if he's got them and he likes them and they're good, fuck, put them in. So we put them in. But what I didn't know is every spring, they're going to have 9 billion flowers on each. Uh, and they stink. Do they stink? You don't notice that yet? No. <clears throat> they give off a stink just during that while they're blooming. Really? Yeah. I thought it may have been my children. No, definitely. It's the trees. The trees. Yeah. yeah. I know. I haven't smelled it. Only for like children. two, three weeks. Like it's gone now. <clears throat> but in the um, beginning, they stink. So these flowers are just everywhere. Like they're covering the um, uh, all the furniture. So on Sunday, Adrian chimed in because all the flowers going into your hot tub. Well, I was trying to clean it. Yeah. I was emptying the water, Sorry. scrubbing it down. And then in the fall, they lose all their leaves. So there's leaves everywhere. Well, but they do provide nice privacy. When all don't. that grows in, I won't be there to enjoy it probably. So slowly starting to. It's been, what, three years now? Mm-hmm. Um, when all that grows in, somebody's going to appreciate that. Yeah. Actually, if there's an arborist out there that wants to help me, I have two trees that are. Not growing as well as you. I'd guys. actually like to have an arborist on the. Um, I would too. On the podcast. Yes. I hired a great arborist up in Muskoka. Um, unfortunately, they won't come here. Bartlett oh. Tree Experts up in Muskoka. So for those of you in Huntsville, Muskoka area, they did a tremendous job. Their arborist went up at least seventy feet in a tree. That they didn't even think was going... 70 feet? I have photos I'll show you. I swear to God, the guy was four times as high as my cottage, um, trimming it and trying to salvage this tree because it was slowly starting to look like it was going to die. So he said, okay, let's not get rid of it yet. Um, So he can do things to bring it back to life? Well, because... Um, what he said is you don't want to trim too much of it because you actually, um, the tree has to recover every time something gets cut off of it. Um, but if something is, um, rotted or infested or whatever, you need to get rid of it. So he trimmed it up and. and It's like if you have a gangrene on your leg, you need to get rid of it. Yes. Okay. I, I, I guess that's one way of looking at it. Um, Anyway, they they really did a, such a great job. So I'm hoping that we can find somebody like that locally. Mm-hmm. What What's wrong with your trees? I don't know. I have six ornamental pear trees. Three back, three Three sides. on the side are doing very well. Okay. <clears throat> and then the three along the back, I think it's just excess water. I think that's the problem. Well, it's because the guy behind you concreted his entire backyard. I know. And then has a totally illegal structure that's probably 12 feet high. He should have eavesdrops on there at least. Because there, there's nothing to... That fit. that whole backyard is illegal in every... It's against every uh, You can't hardscape bylaw. like that the whole thing, can no, you? No, no, no. You need... Where's the water going? It's going into your lot. It's going into my lot. That's I had right. to install a, a whole weeping system. I don't know if you did that. No. 
we dug up the entire backyard and put a whole weeping system along both uh, uh, sides and along the entire back uh, that drains all of that stuff because the neighbor behind me also did, they did a nice, nice job where there is area for water to escape. But the guy behind you literally concreted the whole the thing. entire backyard yeah right up to his, By the way, his gate he had stupid chop- thing to do because that yeah. decreases the value of your home it provides not only no increase it decreases the value because nobody wants to go into a backyard where it's one big concrete fucking pad that's right should call the town and complain he should ah, be replacing live, your trees live with them well not really i guess um they're 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 probably dying because of too much water. A hundred percent is too much water. That's the only thing I think of. That's where all the water goes. Should have installed pussy willows. They, they like water. They love water. I and love they're those beautiful. Plants. They're beautiful. Hmm. Yeah. It's a good idea. Cam's chuckling because you said pussy. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thanks for listening to episode twenty nine. That's it. And that's a wrap for episode 29 of KT Confidential. We really appreciate you listening. We'd even appreciate it even more if you go ahead and follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, or wherever you're listening to this podcast. We've got some great, great guests coming up in the next few weeks. We've got Matt, also known as The Fruitful Investor, Amanda Muse, and Jamie from Goodnight Halton. So these will be great podcasts that you won't want to miss. So make sure you go ahead and follow. Thank you. Thanks, Matt. Was it? Was it too?